Ron Paul Institute for Peace and Prosperity welcomes you to Five Minutes, Five Issues. Starting in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, I'm Adam Dick, a Ron Paul Institute Senior Fellow. Let's start. Issue one. In the July 4th episode of the Ron Paul Liberty Report, Ron Paul explained that early on people would say, the United States are. Later, people instead said, the United States is. Changing from using are to using is, Paul explains, accompanied moving away from viewing the states as free and independent states, what they were termed in the Declaration of Independence. Issue 2 Stephen Nelson reported Friday at the Washington Examiner that U.S. prosecutors are dropping all charges against the remaining 39 defendants from among more than 230 people arrested in protest in Washington, D.C. on Donald Trump's presidential inauguration day. Nelson explains, The decision follows two unsuccessful trials, in which jurors either acquitted or deadlocked on charges against members of a largely black-clad, anti-capitalism march. Other cases were dropped after a judge found prosecutors improperly withheld evidence. Nelson also relates some of the pressure exerted to secure guilty pleas. Nelson writes, Prosecutors sought to force plea deals through use of tough felony charges that by statute could have brought more than 70 years in prison. Twenty people pleaded guilty to a single misdemeanor count of rioting in exchange for a year on probation. Issue 3 The Iowa Supreme Court, in deciding the case of Iowa v. Ingram last week, found greater protection against warrantless inventory searches of vehicles under the state constitution's search and seizure provision than the U.S. Supreme Court has found under the U.S. Constitution's similarly worded Fourth Amendment provision. The Court's opinion contrasts the state's recent case law emphasizing the robust character of the state's constitutional protection with recent U.S. Supreme Court decisions that generally have sought to minimize the scope of individual protection under the Fourth Amendment. The opinion criticizes the U.S. Supreme Court's recent revisionist trend that involves neglecting the warrant requirement expressly contained in the Fourth Amendment while promoting a free-floating and open-ended concept of reasonableness to justify warrantless searches. Police often conduct inventory searches of vehicles being impounded upon a driver's arrest or in other circumstances, such as in the Iowa case where police determined the vehicle's registration had expired. The search can uncover evidence of a crime. In the Iowa case, the driver was arrested after police claimed they found a bag containing an illegal drug and drug paraphernalia in the warrantless inventory search. The Iowa court rejected the U.S. Supreme Court's deference to local police policy regarding warrantless inventory searches. It also criticized the U.S. Supreme Court protecting wide discretion in stops and arrests of drivers for minor traffic violations. The Iowa Supreme Court declared, An essentially unregulated legal framework, allowing wide police discretion in stopping, arresting, and conducting warrantless inventory searches of the driver's automobile, amounts to a general warrant regime that is an anathema to search and seizure law. Issue 4 A Senate Appropriations Committee report accompanying legislation providing appropriations for the Department of Health and Human Services directs the National Institute on Drug Abuse to provide a short report on the barriers to research that result from the classification of drugs and compounds as Schedule I substances. 
Schedule I carries the most restrictions in the U.S. Government's Controlled Substances Act. The report released last week also expresses concern that Schedule I restrictions effectively limit the amount and type of research that can be conducted on certain Schedule I drugs, especially marijuana or its component chemicals and certain synthetic drugs. Tom Angel notes at Forbes that the committee also included similar language in its report accompanying last year's version of the Appropriations Bill. Issue 5 In an editorial this week, Fox News Senior Judicial Analyst and Ron Paul Institute Advisory Board member Andrew Napolitano pointed out a difference between now and when Declaration of Independence drafter Thomas Jefferson lived. Napolitano writes, In Jefferson's day, the voters knew all that the government did, and it knew nothing about them. Today, government operates largely in secrecy, and it knows our every move and captures our every communication. That's a wrap. Transcripts of 5 Minutes, 5 Issues episodes, including links to related information, are at the Ron Paul Institute blog.